0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm here with Dorinda Wilson, and today we're picking up part two of a Mm -hmm. discussion that we started the other day about what happens when your kids decide that they don't want to be homeschooled anymore. Right. We talked a little bit about, uh, we touched a little bit on high school, and I told a story about uh, me with my older daughter. Mm -hmm. But then we sort of, you know, really talked a lot about what do you do when the the younger ones—six, seven, eight, nine, 10-year-old kid... Uh, tells you they don't like the decision
1: right that you made. An mm-hmm.
0: interesting thing happened uh, over at my Facebook page the other day, always interesting things. It is interesting. It's an interesting- You should go check it out. You
1: should go check it
0: out. <laughs> uh, you can find me at The Busy Mom over at Facebook. There's about 200,000, over mm-hmm. 200,000 uh, people that follow the, that page now. And uh, I put a post up the other day about uh, um, making wise decisions for your children Mm -hmm. and parenting and how that responsibility really is on on the parents and not on the child. Right. And I was surprised at the blowback, Mm -hmm. Um, surprised at the number of people who were like, you know, your children should be free to choose. And, And I... I looked at my husband and I was like, I don't let my children choose whether or not they're vaccinated. I don't let them choose uh, generally uh, what the menu is. I mean, I'm going to choose what's in my pantry and they're going to help me and I'm certainly going to listen to them. But at the end of the day, I'm responsible to make sure they're getting, you know, three good solid meals every day that they're exercising, that they're doing their schoolwork. Mm -hmm. I I typically don't give them a choice as to whether or not they get to do their math.
1: It's called parenting. It's called
0: what? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs)
1: Wait, it's parenting, it's parenting, oh
0: man, and so really, it's kind of a biblical thing, it really is it really, and is. and I think that the the stakes are a little higher mm-hmm. uh when we're when you're talking about high school kids, right uh, and certainly you know at some point uh we're we're trying to make the transition mm-hmm. from uh being you know. Totally under your authority, which right. they still are all the way through high school under your authority. But I mean, like in terms of you're making every decision for them, we're right. trying to help our kids learn to make their own decisions, right. but there are still some decisions that, we, that it's our that responsibility. That ultimately are still ours. And really, you guys, mm-hmm. education is one of those mm-hmm. decisions. Uh, and if you feel that the Lord has uh, told you that you are supposed to homeschool and you let your child bully you into, into going back on that because you want to be friends with your child or mm-hmm. you don't want your child to be upset with you... Uh, my uh, strong conviction on this is you will probably live to regret that decision because we are called to obedience to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now it's a completely different thing and you and I have done it a little bit differently um, uh, through the high school years. Your kids have done a little bit more of the parent partnering programs. We Mm -hmm. haven't done any of those. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of co-op. You really Mm -hmm. haven't done that. Mm -hmm. So we've done kind of, we had a, had a, a little bit different approaches, but I think the heart behind
1: it is the same. Right. And that is really to listen to the Lord, right? Yeah, and, and our kids were involved, have been involved in a parent partnership program. It's a, you know once or twice a week they're taking some core classes. Um, part of this was you know a decision to outsource some of those subjects, and we've talked about that mm-hmm. on other podcasts. That you know there's just some things. I can't teach them. I can't teach them algebra too.
0: Right. So <laughs> I don't want to teach them algebra right. too. And, and some of it's that. I mean, right. you could if you wanted to sit down and learn it. You probably could. I but the could. truth is, you don't
1: want to. I don't want and to. Me either. I
0: don't want and to. And there's
1: a great teacher there, and he's a he's a Christian guy, and I the kids love him, and they've learned a ton, and so for us that's been a great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when it comes to choosing classes, uh, th- they've been doing this for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my rule is, you know, um, I'll let you make some choices, but I'm going to make. The rest of them,
0: yeah, and that's right mm-hmm. because you want to be sure that they have enough credits to right. actually graduate because <laughs> they want to take all the fun classes. Right. You, know, right. you
1: know, if I'm gonna, uh, you know, bring you back and forth, we're gonna make this worth our while. Yeah. And now,
0: let me say, I think it's I think what you're saying is right because it's important that the kids um, start to feel a sense of ownership right. over their education mm-hmm. when they're in high school. They're gonna right. go to college and they're gonna get to choose their major exactly. And it's a discussion we have mm-hmm. definitely, but yep. it's a guided discussion. It's a guided discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think some because. Obviously, I mean, a lot of times um your kids make decisions on based on emotions and who's right. in that class. You right. know, I want to take advanced economics because this cute girl is in that class, right. and you're like, you're terrible at math, <laughs> and you're, you're really, gonna hate this. You're class. gonna hate this, and you really need to finish geometry. You know, right. and and they're not necessarily thinking about that, and that's really your job, mm-hmm. you know, as the parent. But I think it's Im- important to listen to them mm-hmm. and say, well, hey, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your goals? Where do you want to go? Do you have Do you have an idea of what you want might want to do for a living? Right. If your child wants to go to vocation into vocational training, mm-hmm. they may not need all of those things, and you right. might have a little bit more leeway.
1: Exactly, but it's
0: really important to have that ongoing conversation.
1: It is, and it, I think it gets their minds moving that direction, mm-hmm. and that's the idea is you want to start, you know, kind of moving them towards adulthood, yes. which means they're going to have to make choices and think things through mm-hmm. and think about their future, and yeah. th- that all. Happens happens in those high school years.
0: Absolutely. And I think for kids to know that their parents are are for them, mm-hmm. that my mom and dad are in my court, they're rooting for me, That's they right. want the best for me and they learn to trust your discernment. That means you don't blow up at them, mm-hmm. you know, every chance, every time they annoy you. Right. That means that you're that you're engaged and not disengaged, that you're emotionally tracking with them, that you're mm-hmm. tracking with them spiritually, you're mm-hmm. aware of how they're doing in their walk with right. the Lord and that you're in the word with them. Um, As Christians, we look to the Bible for a set of instructions on how to be parents. You know, um, your kids really do come with an instruction manual. (laughs) You know, everyone's saying, Don't you wish they came with the manual? And I always want to go, They
1: did. They do, yeah. They do,
0: they come with the manual. And it's important to read the Bible to glean what it has to say about the awesome opportunity that we have as parents. As believers, we've got to keep a biblical worldview instead of adopting a humanistic one, which is right. what's happening so often now, even mm-hmm. in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Christian uh, parents have adopted this sort of uh, um,
1: humanist right uh, worldview when it comes to their parenting. That's right. And um, I think we've talked about this in um, other podcasts that uh, – our culture has become, um, well, our culture of Christians has become biblically. Illiterate. Absolutely. And that's why it's just crucial that we are we have a good foundation in the Word. And honestly, yes. I think that comes just by plotting mm. with our families mm-hmm. day to day. If it's even if it's just a small short passage mm-hmm. every day and we talk about what it means, you know, mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. you know, where that gets you into God's Word and constantly getting your kids in a habit also of going to the Word every day. Because mm-hmm. we want that to be part of their mm-hmm. their life.
0: Yes, and I think it goes to what we were talking about a few weeks ago, where we're um, we don't want our children to rely on a pastor. Mm-hmm. We want our children to rely to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit, That's to right. be depending on the Word of God, and to mm-hmm. be listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit in their own lives. The Bible tells us that our children have been given to us like arrows in the hands of a warrior. This is the theme behind the arrow necklace mm-hmm. that we sell over at HeidiSaintJohn.com. Um, It is a beautiful uh, sterling silver piece that is engraved with Psalm 127 verses 3 through 5 um, on the side of it as a reminder that what you're doing Mm -hmm. um, is to uh, launch an arrow out into the world. That's right. And we can't do that by just sitting passively by. We've got Mm -hmm. to be engaged in the lives of our kids. Uh, Psalm 127 says, Children are heritage from the Lord they are a reward from him like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children who are born to you when you're young Mm. not when you're old i'm just (laughs) kidding (laughs) blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them he will not be put to shame when he speaks his enemies at the gate, and I love this. Um, I love the imagery of Scripture. How mm-hmm. um, God is saying that your children are part of something that's so much bigger than mm-hmm. you can see right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that makes it really important for us when we're guiding our children through something. As um, people used to say to me, "Well, why, why do you care about their education? It's, it's just education." I could not disagree more. I, 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 To the point now where when people say that to me, I think my head starts to spin around <laughs> on my neck because I'm just like, wow, you guys, education, and this is important. If you're listening, you're taking notes right now, write this down. Education is never neutral. Mm-hmm. It, there's, no, there's no such thing as a benign education. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole premise behind education is you are imparting, the teacher right. is imparting a worldview. They can't help it. To the students, it just happens by nature. It happens by nature. It happens because they are teaching, right? And so, even mathematics, nothing is benign. When I went to a, a Christian school, uh, my grandparents put us to uh, put us through Christian school, kindergarten through twelfth grade, and our math teacher, Mister Zerman, you know, bless his heart, <laughs> <laughs> he actually was a really great guy. I'm just, I was just terrible and still am at math, right? And uh, he made us memorize verses for math class. Um from Romans about the invisible qualities of God that were clearly seen through his creation. <laughs> and I'll tell you what I was just like, ran, I'm a math class, I'm you know screwing <laughs> up through a fit and got mad and I'm sure I've got a D in the class. and but I'll tell you what I still remember that. You know, I didn't like it. Right. But he was trying and I didn't understand either. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times that man wrote that verse up on the board or I had to write it or turn it into him. And I didn't, it didn't click with me Mm -hmm. uh, what he was teaching about the invisible uh, qualities and why it was important to math until long after I was out of high school. Mm. And one day I was sitting, I don't even know what I was doing. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is what he meant. Right. <laughs> you know, my 16-year-old brain couldn't take it in. Mm-hmm. But my 23-year-old brain was like, Oh, I get it now. And I think that's a really good reminder for moms. You know, your your child, your 16, 14, 15, 17-year-old kid may not get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's okay.
1: I know. I was just thinking, I'm so glad you're saying this because we often think I have been ready to pull my hair out at times going what is it why aren't they getting this I'm just not doing this right I know. and and then my husband would say honey there there are just some things that they're not going to get till they're gone and right right and that's and when you you're like can you they be gone exactly right now what the f- <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you! I'm sorry. <laughs> Strike that. <laughs> 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 but it's true, and you don't know exactly what those things are. So yeah. it's there's there's a there's a lot of walking by faith mm-hmm. when it comes to you know homeschooling our kids and and hoping and praying that. you you did everything you could do and and just trust the Lord with Mm -hmm. the rest. And you and I both can testify that we have seen that God is faithful. We've both graduated three already Mm -hmm. so far. And Mm -hmm. I would say the top thing that I got out of all of it was God was there and yep. God has handled and covered my areas of weakness mm-hmm. and I did the best I could and he blessed it.
0: Yes, you that's know? right. And you know it's, it's important for moms who are listening to this and even dads, cause I know, hey dads, I know there's a bunch of guys listening to this, we hear from them all the time. <laughs> um, it's important for parents to recognize that your responsibility is simply to walk in obedience before mm-hmm. the Lord and trust the results of what you mm-hmm. do in obedience to Him. That's right. We trust the Lord with, with the lives of our children. And so when your teenager rallies, you know, rails against you and is angry with you and thinks you're stupid, you just have to go, I'm really sorry that you feel that way and mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. And know in your heart, if you know in your heart that you've done what was right and you were honest with your child and you were kind and you weren't a jerk and you didn't exasperate them, that's when you take your hands off of it and you just go, this is the Mm -hmm. decision that we made and Mm -hmm. trust the Lord's gonna make it right. And I know, Mr. Zimmerman, if you're listening to this right now, I would just like to thank you. Because I finally got it at 23 years old. I finally got it. Thanks for putting up with me all those years. You guys can do this. I know that homeschooling is difficult. I, I totally understand. But for those of you who are in the trenches right now and you're, and you're discouraged and you're frustrated, I want to just remind you, it absolutely is worth it. Nothing that is worth doing in this life is ever easy. Mm. So stay in there. That's right. Find your strength in the Lord and then walk in obedience before you. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast.